Hello, it's Richard C. Wilson at the Family Office Club, and I'm excited to have Jeffrey with me here today. Hi, Jeffrey. Hey, how you doing? Great. Thanks for being here. So what type of uh, investment firm are you with? Uh, I'm the CFO of uh, and I'm the CFO of the, of the SPAC that they sponsor. Okay, great. And I know what a SPAC is. I've had a couple other interviews like this. Uh, with SPACs recently, but many, many people are not mm -hmm. familiar. They don't know whether it's a tiny market, a huge market, if this is a new concept, an old one. Can you just comment on exactly what it is and how, how large that market size is? Sure. So a SPAC basically starts out with the sponsor. They are the at-risk capital. They pay all the fees for underwriting, legal, and et cetera. And they have the at-risk capital. They sponsor a company that has an IPO. The IPO is designed to bring in the investors into the SPAC. So they're, they're the shareholders. It's typically on NASDAQ. They, they'll raise between 75 million and a couple of billion dollars. So it, it's a pretty wide range. Uh, year to date, IPOs for SPACs has been about 13 million. That's the same as the whole year, 2019. And it's expected to increase to maybe 25 to $30 billion this year. So it's, it's a significant part of the IPO market. Um, the, the way it works really quickly is if you're a shareholder in the SPAC, you, you get one share typically for $10, then you get a warrant. And the warrant is exercisable usually at about 1150. And the, 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 where it makes an attractive investment is that as a shareholder, all your money goes into a trust. So it can't be touched by the sponsor when the sponsor is looking for an investment for you. At the end of the merger, you will have a proxy and you could vote if you want to put your shares in trust into the new company or you get your money back with interest. So it's a, it's a interest bearing risk free investment for the shareholder. Um, it's, so it's kind it's almost like going to private equity, but you have a choice of doing, of doing the deal or not. Hmm. The, for the sponsor, there's risk because you have the, all the at risk capital. So you're paying for underwriting, legal due diligence, all the SEC reporting, and all the legal expenses. So that's the at-risk right. capital. And obviously that the sponsor has a uh, uh, promote at the end. Okay. If somebody raises all, all a hundred, like a $150 million SPAC and there's a deal getting done and let's say 50 million of the investors don't want to go in, can the deal still go forward if they have enough capital from the hundred million or does that need to be a majority vote and then you're in if it's a majority vote or can single investors come in or out based on their a vote? Si a single investor can redeem their shares. Typically what they'll do is they'll have backup, a backup uh, source of capital, either right. additional investors or a pipe right. or they just get a, a smaller percentage of the company, of the merged company. For the company that's the target company, it's, it's, it's very attractive also 
because they get to go public and they're not going through it, which is a, a, a big advantage. Uh, they do need to have PCAOB audits, so, this, so they do have a little pain and expense. Sure. And they have their own expenses, but it's very, it's very advantageous for the uh, company because then they can do some state planning. They don't have to sell the company all at once and they can retain the uh, control of it. So okay. There's benefits for everybody along the way. Sure. And I think that's also why it's become a very popular uh, tool now for uh, the, the market. Yeah, that's great. Okay. And what is your SPAC specifically focused on scope, like geography-wise, industry-wise, size of the deal-wise? Well, our, our SPAC has um, already announced a LOI in, in the public market. So we're already working towards closing that deal. Uh, Schultz Asset Management has been around for 20 years. They deal mostly in distress and, and reorganizations. Uh, but we have a pretty broad mandate on our SPAC where we, we can look at any good deal that's going to bring really good value. Uh, we looked at a lot of different deals and a lot of, a lot of industries. Uh, we just looked for hopefully something that would be aligned with our history. But this time it, it was not a distressed deal. It was just a great company what we felt was a great future. And when we signed the, the BCA agreement, we'll, we'll, there'll be more information in the public market about that. Uh, we, we, we were focused on North America primarily. Okay. And the and, important uh, thing is, I... sorry, what we were looking for was a great management team because, because we are, the SPAC only buys a percentage of the company. And it's typically, it doesn't have to be a, a majority share. So you really want to partner with a great management team. And that obviously takes a lot of time for due diligence and meetings and, and et cetera. Sure, sure. It makes sense. And in my experience, somebody like yourself as a CFO or your CEO, your head of deal origination, you know, you'll come obviously from different types of backgrounds, maybe at a $20 billion private equity fund or a, a large bank or investment bank. And Typically, you have your favorite industries, even if you are open to all ideas or looking at right. mostly distressed stuff. So in your case, what's the number one most favored industry or type of company that if you could, you would rather spend half or 80% of your time looking at just that one niche so that people in our investor club could you know, help bring those types of deals to you? Um, we look for great companies. We're agnostic, to be honest. What we want is a company that has a great um, name in their industry and has a lot of growth potential. They might have gone through some hard times or, or they might have a vision and that they're ready to go public. It's not, all, it's not about the industry. It's about where they are and where they are in, in, their, in their market or in their industry and, and what our view of that industry is. So, okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. And um, last point, uh, what's the number one piece of investment advice or insight that you have as it relates to SPACs or just your experience in investments that maybe you wish you knew a decade ago that you could share with our audience? Uh, it's like anything else. You invest in people. You have to be very comfortable with the people who are leading your uh, team, 
do the uh, investment, their track record. And that's the number one thing I tell people, you know, if they're looking at hedge funds, private equity funds, family, uh, you know, s small startups, how long have they been in business? What have they done? And how much, and, and what have their returns been? So it's all about the people, not exactly the industry. And that, that's the one thing I've learned. You know, I've been doing this for 30 something years, the Merrill Lynch, Solomon Brothers, et cetera. And it's, you invest in people. Right, right. Yeah, well, that's uh, something that's been uh, reinforced through doing 80 of these investor interviews. You know, it's the most common thing that people say, but uh, oftentimes I think people miss that when they get excited about a new concept or a new trend or some new exciting opportunity. The opportunity could be amazing, but with the wrong team, it doesn't mean anything. Um, right. It could be a bad idea, right? So, yeah, I appreciate it's, you. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. It, 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 it could all be lined up, but if you don't have the people to make it happen, it's not going to happen. Right, right, for sure. Okay, great. Well, I appreciate you being here. I'd be happy to have you on one of our virtual investor discussion panels uh, in the future. We're having those each week and doing some uh, virtual conferences as well. Uh, you obviously have a lot of expertise in this area, so I appreciate you taking the time to share your thoughts here today, and we'll keep in touch. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, Jeffrey. Take care.